How's it going, everybody? This is Joe from Kind of Right, and uh, it's usually Joe and Al, but I'm doing a version of the Joe Show. Al is out. Uh, he's dealing with some family stuff, and uh, he may he may be back tomorrow. It is Monday, July 23rd, 2018, and we live in some interesting times, I'll tell you. Um, you know, I, politics is not something that I, I want to talk about a lot, um, but it just seems to come up and this is more human interest than, than politics because of the president that we have. Um, you know, I was one of those people that used to always watch, you know, I watched all the cable news channels and I have completely given that up i don't do that anymore i don't uh i don't watch any of it uh actually i don't i barely watch any news so i i literally have no idea what's going on people say you know did you hear about the people that died in the duck boat you know which is tragic and uh i have no fucking idea so and i i used to just just for this program i used to watch the sunday shows and they have become unwatchable. Um, so last week, Trump met with Putin, and the media went absolute fucking ape shit. Uh, there's all this, um, you know, the the every headline. Now, if you want a good a good news source, and you you probably already know about this, I I go to the Drudge Report, but Drudge Report could be can be somewhat conservative leaning. But if you go to Real Clear Politics, and it's a it's a very good website, and it's a it's just another uh, news compiler, and you know they have the news of the day and um, the headlines of the day from all major reporting uh, outlets, and you can read. It's so funny you can look at the headline and you'll know which newspaper, or at least I can look at the headline and I know which newspaper wrote it. So if it's if it's wildly Trump negative, um, in a certain way, I can tell whether it's the Washington Post or the New York Times or the Atlantic or, uh, you know, uh, Ezra Klein's paper that he uh, Vox News, uh, and if it's if it's positive, it's you know by the Hill or the Federalist or uh, National Review or, you know. Something like that, but I guess everybody was on the same page that Trump made a mistake and, you know, said that against his own at intelligence that or his own intelligence agencies that uh, he didn't see that uh, Putin would have been the, um, you know, the guy that would would meddle in the elections. Now, this this whole election thing to give it to give to stand back a little bit and look at the big picture. This whole election meddling thing is is absolute. It's bullshit. It's not just bullshit in the sense that uh, there's there is no collusion and there won't be and they'll never find any. Um, but it's bullshit in the sense that we fuck with people's elections all the time, the United States, and the Russians fuck with people's elections all the time, including ours, and we fuck with Russians. Uh, the Russian election, back when uh, Putin was taking back over control after Medvedev um, 
you know, remember that that scheme where Putin did his term and then he was the something and then Medvedev was the president for a while and then Putin ran again and, you know, with a 99 percent approval rating got in or polling got in. So um, it's it's comical to look at because the hate and this is why, uh, you know, I say and I'll say that we love Trump. It's not because uh, I think that Donald Trump is the most honest uh, person ever to, you know, hit the White House. He's not. And I mean, whether you want to call it a flat out lie, this guy lies or hyperbolizes more than anybody. He apologizes for nothing. Um, and he learned this basically, uh, from what I can see, from the, ba- the great Roy Cohn, who was uh, a lawyer for, the, for M- Joe's, Joe McCarthy back when they were, you know, they were blackballing people in Hollywood for being communists. And Roy Cohn, you look up Roy Cohn and look at some footage of Roy Cohn, and that's a scary fucking individual. I mean, this guy would literally scare a buzzard off a shit wagon. So Trump doesn't do any apologizing. We know the media on the whole hates him. And, you know, he actually did admit that he made a mistake over there. And he said that, you know, whether whether you believe him or not. But the thing is, the, the gist that I got from the the news is, well, he should have just been much tougher on Putin and, you know, read him the riot act and talk about more sanctions. And, you know, I, I think to myself and some pretty smart people other than me, uh, you know, who, who do this for a living and are much more aware than I, um, I you know, the, when, you, when it gets down to brass tacks, isn't it a good idea that we get along with, with Russia? You know, we... We don't have to. We don't have to be become best friends, or we. You know, Putin doesn't have to. You know, Trump and Putin are going to be playing racquetball together, or you know, they're not going to go on a double date. Um, but seeing as how the United States and Russia have somewhere in the vicinity of probably, uh, maybe somewhere upwards of ninety-eight percent of all the nuclear weapons in the world, don't you think it's a good idea that maybe we get along and that's the funny thing that uh you know i i just find it comical that if trump comes out and he's you know it it uh it says hey we had we had a really good me- meeting and and uh putin came out and said something to the effect that uh you know we're no longer uh having a any kind of uh war with the west um that's a really good thing and in the backdrop of, of uh, you know, the NATO meetings in which uh, Trump basically is saying to the members of NATO, uh, pay the fuck up. <laughs> because, you know, the United States, even though we have the, the, the currency that the world basically runs on and we have a fiat currency, which means we can print the fucking money, uh, which, which is something that most people, most countries can't do. Uh, which still, you know, we 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 pay for an enormous amount of um, the military spending that it goes and, and the security that goes towards you know uh, 
basically policing the world. And uh, it's a long time coming. And, you know, several presidents have, should have done this. And uh, so the, the thing is that uh, it's not a bad thing to tell NATO to pay up. And if they don't like it, well, that, that's okay. But this is the deal that we made. And it's not a bad thing to get along with Russia. Now, have they done bad, awful, horrible things? Have they poisoned journalists? Have they? Uh, yes. But in the grand scheme, but do you want to go to nuclear war because four journalists were poisoned? Do you want to? Is that what you want? Is that what you want to do? The best thing, it's kind of like free speech. You want to know what your enemy is doing. And the best way to know what your enemy is doing is to fucking talk to him. So even if you're pretending that you like him, at least you kind of get, you get, you go over there, you have dialogue. You don't want to shut that down. You want to have dialogue. And, and this was the same thing with the North Korea thing, you know, and, and it's all this, well, President Trump is belittling the presidency by meeting with, uh, Kim Jong-un, and it's like, it's fucking crazy. We should beat with these people. These people are fucking dangerous. And it's better to have a meeting with them and know what the hell's going on. And, and much like free speech, which is, you know, under, you know, it's funny. George Carlin said never in a million years would he th think that uh, the shutting down of free speech would come from the left. I mean, it used to be the right, you know, with obscenity laws and stuff like that and you know Larry Flint publishing that uh, Jerry Falwell had sex in the uh, outhouse with his mother for a Campari ad which is was the basis for a Supreme Court case in which Larry Flint won um, it's it's the tables have turned and the, the left is you know they're shutting down speech left and right you know we're going to have hate speech and you can't say mean things to people and you know and that all that does is drive shit drives whatever hatred and race racism people have underground and then it'll bubble up in forms like you know a mass fucking shooting so at any rate i want to go into a couple of specifics here so let's talk about a couple things that i know all right there was a, there was a, a um, I don't know if it was in the same article, but this was while Trump and Hillary, my favorite gal, were running for president. And what happened was, is the FBI approached both the, Demo the DNC, which is the Democratic National Committee, and the RNC, which was the Republican National Committee, and said, you are under cyber attack. And you need to do something, and we are offering our help. So what happened is the RNC let the FBI in so that they could fuck around with their computers and get things you know, straightened out so that they're no longer being hacked. The DNC would not allow the FBI in because... At the time, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was fixing the election for Hillary against Bernie Sanders, which we all found out later on, uh, didn't want any FBI guy to find out that they were fucking fixing the election 
against Bernie and for Hillary, and that they were laundering. They they were fucking laundering money through the DNC, um, not not to go to the Clinton Foundation, but they were they were doing a little trick that was, you know, it was kind of a loophole, not really un, uh, illegal, but quite unethical, where they were just funneling tons of dough that should have been divided up, you know, between both Bernie and Hillary, and it was all going to Hillary's campaign. So, so that's you know. So when you talk about this Russia collusion meddling in the election, which is fucking bullshit because there's always, there's going to be Russia collusion in the next election. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the idea that the DNC, you're being hacked and we will offer our services and we'll take care of this. Now we, we're good. We're all good. Okay. Then you get hacked and you go, oh, well, you know, we got hacked by the Russians, and that's why we lost. That's fucking bullshit. So I don't know if any of you have watched the... Uh, I've watched some of this Rod Rosenstein and testimony, who... This is the... You know, and this is why the details matter. Now, Rod Rosenstein is the guy that appointed the special counsel, Rob Mueller. Um who has issued 30, 32 indictments. I believe 26 or 27 of those are Russians who are out of the country. So that's never going to happen. And the other, the remaining uh, five, six, seven are, you know, Paul Manafort, who is being tried for, uh, you know, some sort of money laundering or something. Nothing to do with Russian collusion, by the way. Just shit, you know, the special counsel, special prosecutor has, you know, they find shit along the way. And, and you know, if, if you take anybody's life, I mean anybody, even the, the fucking Pope or Mother Teresa, and you, you scour their life, you're going you're gonna to find something that they did wrong. Maybe not illegal, but something they did wrong. So, you know, the whole Rod Rosenstein uh, thing is fascinating to me because Rod Rosenstein wrote a letter for the president as to, that gave a list of things why James Comey should be fired. Okay? Then... Trump fired James Comey. Once Comey was fired, Rod Rosenstein, because Jeff Sessions recused himself, started, initiated the special prosecutor, the special counsel under Mueller. Now, I can't be getting the whole story straight. So the guy wrote a letter saying, Here's a bunch of reasons. Now, did Trump ask for that letter? I can't find a single thing that says that Trump said, hey, Rod, write a letter. Tell me why I should fire Comey. Apparently, he did this on his own. Gave it to the president. president fires Comey. Then Rod Rosenstein, who, because Sessions recused himself, is now you know the attorney general as far as uh, you know the Trump thing is concerned, hires a special prosecutor. So how it makes no sense. And I'll tell you something. Um, you know, this isn't this isn't like everything, but body language is wildly important. And 
this guy's got to be the mo- one of the most smug motherfuckers I have ever seen testifying before Congress. And I don't understand why Trump hasn't fired him. I, 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 honest to God, I don't know why he's still there. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, they talk about Trump was asking for loyalty and asking for loyalty from Comey. And, I, you know, and I, under, I understand that. And it's not loyalty in the sense like, you know, we're going to do some really bad things and I want you to cover it up. It's, I want to know that you're not going to be one of these fucking assholes leaking everything that's going on, uh, leaking sh- shit before we do it. Um, I, to me, that, that would be presidential loyalty. I mean, you don't want a leak fest going on. And, uh, well, Comey came right out after he was fired and put in his book that, well, I leak shit all the time. And he, he you know, they parse words. They're good with that. Lawyers are good with that. It's kind of like what is is. Uh, he uh, said things like, well, no, I didn't leak it. I gave it to a friend of mine, and he leaked it. And, I, you know, and you're like, well, what the fuck's the difference? It came from you were the source, you fucking asshole. So I watched some of this Peter Strzok, and it's Peter S-T-R-Z-O-K. Now, the only person that I've ever seen more smug than Rod Rosenstein is Peter Strzok, Strzok, or whatever the fuck his name is. This is one arrogant, fucking self-righteous asshole. And why this guy is still getting paid I have no fucking idea. So, all right, listen to this one. And by the way, this is coming. We have a Republican president, all right, which Trump really isn't a Republican. Trump doesn't have. Let me talk about Trump just for a second. Trump is not a curious guy. Okay, Trump doesn't give a fuck what's going on. And maybe that's bad. Maybe that's bad for a president. Maybe you want a president in there that is wildly curious about the nitty-gritty on what happens in every single country. But does that make the guy a better president? Meaning, if you're going to go meet the Russians, you're going to get a big briefing on, you know, a a week before, you're going to get a big briefing on what you're going to do and what you're going to say to the Russians or or any other country that you're going to, you know, if you're going to go to Turkmenistan, you're going to get briefed by the by the guy that is at the CIA who is the, you know, head Turkmenistan guy who knows, you know, the names of everyone in the, uh, you know, the dictator on down and, and how the country functions and what they sell and how they, how they have revenue and how many people are tortured there. Um, so being, being curious uh, or the lack thereof is not a crime and, and doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a bad president because you're, you're, what, you're, what you're graded on as a president is not your knowledge of, of you know, uh, international affairs, but rather your, the decisions you make. And, you know, so that you can hate Trump all you want, and I understand why he's such a lightning rod for some people. Um, and well, I don't understand the hate, the visceral hate. I think maybe, like we've said before on this program, I think the visceral hate is due to um, there are so many people that are just, you know, fucking horrified that their living is going to get fucked up by this guy. You know, so, you know, and the other, the other thing is 
all jokes are always funny until it's about you. And I think a lot of these fucking uh, reporters are, are some of the most insecure, nitpicky little f- fucks that you could get. Your, you know, they, they're dying to be on TV. And, you know, when he shut down the, he made it just a, uh, he shut down the video in the, in the uh, press room at the White House. And they were all bullshit about that because they all want to be seen asking the tough question. Um, like that little Jim Acosta cunt from, uh, excuse my language, isn't that terrible? That uh, Jim Acosta from CNN, who's just a, you know, butts in uh, every fucking, uh, every instance that he can, which is, you know, talk about being rude to the president. I mean, if you care about fucking, you can't on one hand say, oh, you're going to see, that's unpresidential, and then treating the president like shit in front of him. Uh, you know, it's 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 kind of well, it's it's the worst thing you can be is a fucking hypocrite. All right, so getting back to uh, Peter Stork, this guy was texting his girlfriend. Apparently, now he's got a wife, and uh, I'm not anybody's judge, so I'm not going to judge that he had a girlfriend and a wife. So he's texting the girlfriend about. How much he fucking hates this guy, Trump, and that we're going to do everything we can to not ha- get this, you know, make sure this guy does not get elected. Um, so there's all kinds of texts to that effect in which Stork says with as smugly as and self-righteously as possible had no, no bearing on his the way he behaved at the FBI. Now, if you believe that, then I have some fucking golden cow shit that I'm willing to sell you really cheap in the half million dollar range. A whole truckload of it. So come on down and get the golden cow shit. This guy was the head. He ran the investigation into the Hillary Clinton email. Uh, if you all remember the Hillary Clinton email thing, which she should be in jail for, which any of us, if we had ever done anything like Hillary Clinton did, we would be in fucking jail. He ran that investigation along with Jim Comey, who also was no fan of Trump's. And to have a guy running the investigation who right flat out is saying how much he can't stand the the opponent of the person who he's investigating is it's unconscionable. I, I mean, I don't I don't understand how that could possibly happen, um, or how how you could you know look at that and say, oh yeah, but he he's impartial. You know, he's an impartial guy. Well, bullshit. He's impartial, and you know we had an unprecedented James Comey. I mean, it has never been seen in the FBI. This has never been seen. Got up, did a 15-minute indictment of all the shit that she did wrong and her staff and her aides, and then said, which is way out of his turf, that no prosecutor would take this case, which is not his decision. That was the decision of Loretta Lynch, who had the meeting on the fucking tarmac with Bubba, a few days beforehand and talked about grandkids for 45 minutes. 
And if you believe that, I got some more fucking golden cow shit to sell you. So you can't make this shit up. It's really, truth is fucking stranger than fiction. And, you know, so I want to kind of circle back now to, you know, this meeting with Putin and Trump's, Trump is not happy with the intelligence community. Now, when I, this is my take on it course and my opinion is worth probably nothing but there were two gentlemen one was a former was the former head of the CIA under Barack Obama and one was the head of former head of the NSA under Barack Obama the head of this the former head of the CIA is a guy by the name of John Brennan John Brennan hates Donald Trump so much, I believe John Brennan would fucking kill him if he could get away with it. He would fucking kill him. Uh, no question. Now, during the Obama administration, one of the things John Brennan was famous for is he went to the White House and told Barack Obama which people they should target and fucking kill. This is the kind of guy John Brennan is. And there is an article called The Seven Deadly Sins of John Brennan that was written back in 2012. And you can, tell, you can Google it and read it, and it's pretty horrifying what kind of guy this is. Now, he thinks that uh, Trump is the fucking worst thing, that, and he's very vocal about it. Unlike any, you know, when you work for the, when you were the top spy, you don't come out against the President of the United States. Again, much like the James Comey thing, an unprecedented, we've never seen, I've never seen this in my lifetime. Um, and then you have uh, General Clapper. Now, Clapper famously said when asked by a congressman at a congressional hearing that was televised, so basically he said to all of us, when asked, is the NSA in any way intercepting calls between Americans, you know, within the United States or from calls going outside of the United States in any way, shape, or form? And his answer was, quote, not wittingly. So this is James Clapper, the former head of the NSA, who also is on every fucking show talking about how horrible Donald Trump is. Who's, who's a fucking liar. And the only reason that uh, we found out about it was because of Edward Snowden, who I think is a fucking hero. He's a hero. You know, one of the things you got to understand that I think about quite a bit is that this is supposed to be our country. You know, and, and you know, and that kind of gets... I understand people kind of roll. Oh, here we go. It's a, some sort of patriotic thing, but it's it's really not. It's I mean, this country. You know that that Second Amendment was put there so that we could fight back against a tyrannical government. So you got to. There's a few two things that I I find important. Anyone that works for the government doesn't pay any taxes. Okay. Let me say that again. Anyone that works for the government does not pay any taxes. And what I mean by that is, well, of course they do, Joe. They get a check. 
if their checks for a hundred bucks, you know, twenties uh, going uh, to FICA and twenties going to Medicare or Medicaid or whatever the fuck it is, or, or FICA and uh, yes, are they paying taxes? When you take money out of the treasury and you take a hundred dollars out and you put forty back, the treasury is still light by sixty bucks. A real taxpayer has to put that money in. You understand what I'm saying? So we, meaning we the people of the United States who pay taxes, who actually, if you, and it doesn't matter whether you, you can be a secretary in a tire factory and you are a part of the means, you, you're part of producing a usable item. Or if you're, you know, most people are involved with producing some sort of, uh, you know, whether you're, a, you're an educator or whether you're, a, well, and when I say educator of, of, of a private institution, I guess, uh, or you're a, um, you know, you're, you build something or you work for a, a company that builds something, um, although, you know, building shit for the Defense Department could be, you know, you could uh, go back and forth on that. Um, you know, but if you're making tires, if you're selling a service, then you're a true taxpayer. And there's this whole, and I believe this is what they're getting at, called, you know, the, the, the so-called deep state. There are people that are just, I mean, they, they spend their career working in Washington, D.C. And, you know, they're there for five, six presidents, possibly, they never leave. And a lot of these people, the last number that I, that I saw, it could, it could be higher, were that there were 5 million people that had security clearances. You know, when you think about that number, 5 million people that have, why, why are there 5 million people that need security clearances? I mean, how much classified shit, you know, that is going to put, our country in danger or the lives of, say, somebody spying on, in danger. And, I, and I'll tell you something. It's not because it's, it's national security shit. It's covering up somebody's ass. It's covering, an, uh, it's covering up an embarrassing situation uh, which some asshole that works for us uh, has got himself into, and, uh, you know, it's securitized so that only one of the five million um, can see it depending on what clearance of security you have. And I think there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with having, you know, it's, it's sort of like an us against them situation. Um, so, you know, that's my take on the, in a roundabout way about what's been going on. I had to drink something here for a second. So that's a, that's the thing about talking constantly is, is it's, uh, a bit so here we go one two three all right i'm back um it's an interesting i look at it with fascination um at the whole putin thing and i think you know trump fucked up by saying yeah we there's there would be no reason but if you believe that you know if you honestly believe that Putin somehow has something over on Trump. You're out of your fucking mind. 
you know, it's because look, we've had the the most the 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 most sophisticated, relentless investigators going after this Russia collusion bullshit for almost two years. And in all the indictments that Mueller has made, not fucking, not one single indictment, not one single charge inside of an indictment has anything to do with Russia collusion. So, you know, we want to get along with the people we don't like. Um, Maybe, you know, and, and, and for God's sake, stop using fucking personal analogies. Well, you know, my neighbor next door fucks his, fucks, excuse me, fucks his dog, so I don't want to talk to him. Manny, I saw him out jerking off his fucking horse the other day. Well, no, you don't have to have anything to do with him. But you have to get along with the country that has if not the most nuclear weapons in the world, the second most, you got to get along with them. We got to work. We got to work together. We got to try to get that number down. And we don't want to have a nuclear war. And as much as it sucks to have four people that were, you know, poisoned by some sort of crazy poison that uh, only could come from a state sponsor, that's a horrible thing. But we're not going to fucking nuclear war over it. I don't want to die. Do you want to see a million people blown up? I don't. Or, or 500 million. I mean, we don't want to go there. So we got to get along with these people. So at any rate, that's my take. And uh, possibly Al will be back tomorrow. I don't know. But uh, I, hope he, I hope he is. And uh, if not, I'll be back tomorrow doing Joe Show number seven. But this has been Joe Show number six, which is part of our podcast called kind of right and uh please tell a friend i hope you enjoy it and um talk to you tomorrow